0: Cyboob Cinema is a retrospective movie show for adults only. Educational, satirical, transgressive. It's just entertainment and we're not out to offend, but at the end of the day, Frank Zappa said it best. You either get it or you don't. Roll the tape.
1: fellow cult members hello to all those people who dabble in the dark arts and all of you hard working satanists i bet you could really go for a cool glass of goat's blood to cap off that long night at the local blood orgy this is sideboob cinema your podcast within a podcast my name is ricky orpike and joining me are my fellow devil worshippers jonathan astro and aj are you guys thirsty i've got a fresh one right here <laughs> i don't even so know what
2: that means yeah
3: <laughs> Um, (laughs) Yeah, and
0: his penis. uh, Yeah. He left behind Satanism. (laughs)
1: As all good cult leaders do. Well, they love cock, don't they? That's true. Well, they do. Uh,
0: But tonight we are talking about The Devil (laughs) Rides Out from, oh, goodness me, 1967? 68. Oh.
1: Okay, right. I think it was made in '67, released in '68.
0: Okay, all right, 1968. Devil rides out. Terence Fisher directs. Screenplay by Richard Matheson. Uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about these two guys very briefly. But um, yeah, this is this is this is Hammer. People reckon this is this is up there. So what 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 did what did
1: we think? I'm I'm surprised it gets a lot the the, the kind of attention and love that it does. Right, you just want there to be okay. more twins.
0: <laughs> well well, i've got another one for tonight here you go hey
3: Hey, what are you doing
2: Watch what you're driving man don't mess with the devil buddy we're number one we beat anybody we're the devils the devils
3: (laughs) (laughs) buddy <laughs>
0: Classic. Uh, goodness me. So well, no, you could have watched this with people. This there's nothing emotionally taxing or anything in, in this movie. So did you watch it with people or alone?
1: No, I, I went solo this time. <laughs> me
2: too.
0: Mm, solo, yes. It's that line from Clerks: <laughs> "Men alone, too. The the K Y connection." Think of that line. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of randall's uh, movie, video titles he reads out
4: Rex, do you believe in evil as an idea do you believe in the power of darkness that's a superstition now there you are wrong the power of darkness is more than just a superstition it is a living force which can be tapped at any given moment of the night. Why, on one night of one year, should these people live in mortal fear? Dorisier, who knows he must fight the devil's power to the death. My God.
1: Don't look at the eyes, Rix!
4: Eyes, eyes, once filled with love, are consumed with fear. For Tanith is now promised to the devil. Listen carefully to what I say. This is Makata, the devil's chief disciple. Your will is leaving you slipping away. The Devil Rides Out from bestseller author Dennis Wheatley's famous novel fills the screen with a special kind of visual terror. All you think quickly, back to back, join hands. You will hear his evil, you will feel his evil. You will see his evil. If we once catch sight of his face.
0: All right. Well, I'll knock off this synopsis, hey, because it's actually longer than you want it to be. All right. It's 1929 in lush green South London, and we follow Dapper Gent, Nicholas... Oh, no, these fucking French names. What is it? What is it? Duke, Duke, Derichlow, Dirich,
1: I'll take your word for it.
0: <laughs> 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 Derichlow. Okay. Dirichlo, right. Yeah. Derichlow played like uh, Christopher Lee in a heroic role. Uh, he picks up his friend Rex, who has just flown into town, literally. And Derishlo fills Rex in on some strange goings-on. Basically, his young protege, Simon, has been taken in by uh, the occult, it seems. So Derishlo and Rex pop in to see young Simon um, at his ha- at his home, I think it's his home, uh, where some kind of odd evening drinks are being ha- had by a rather disparate group of rich weirdos. And uh, Derishlo uh, deduces from the huge pentagram in the attic, and a couple of soon to be sacrificed chickens, that Simon is to be inducted into a bona devil worshipping cult. Dorislo and Rex kidnap Simon, but he manages to escape. They go searching for him back at the house, but all they manage to see is the image of a devil who appears as a large cross-eyed black man in red underwear. Uh they <laughs> they to- will come, to- we'll come back to that <laughs> later. They toss a crucifix at him and he goes away though. Uh, Our heroes track down Simon out in the forest where he is to be baptized into Satanism by the rich creeps, now all wearing white robes, except the leader, who's wearing purple. Uh, His name is Mokata. He's uh, played by Charles Gray. Basically, this guy does some incantations, and who would turn up but the devil himself in the guise of the Goat of Mendes? Uh, Derishlo and Rex disrupt proceedings and kidnap not just Simon, but the petite and saucy Tanith. Uh, they're all now hiding out at the home of Richlow's uh, niece, Marie, and her bumbling husband. Keeping Simon and Tanith uh, from escaping is quite the task, as they have to be surveilled at all times. And the moment Richlow leaves the house, Macarta, the leader of the cult, he shows up under the pretense of returning to Richlow's car, and Macarta weasels his way into the home and mesmerizes Marie uh, with the aim of getting her to give up his de- the devil worshippers, Simon and Tanith. And just as as she's about to assent, Marie's daughter Peggy interrupts and the spell is broken, allowing her to boot Mercado from the residence. And he warns ominously that he won't be back, but something will later that night. So Dirichlo returns uh, uh, and that night the group suffer a range of dark mystical, mystical attacks, sort of frightening apparitions, spiders and things like that. But they manage to stand fast. Uh, the angel of death rolls up on a horse, but is rolled uh, by a forbidden mantra by Derishlo. The angel is repelled, but he claims the life of Tanith, uh, because when he comes, that he can't leave empty in empty-handed, in, in okay? So, Mokata kidnaps little Peggy, that's Marie Marie's daughter, and in order to try and track uh, Mokata down, Derishlo conducts a kind of seance in which Tanith's spirit embodies uh, Marie. Tanith gives only cryptic clues as to Makata's whereabouts, but it's enough to lead them to uh, the boss battle uh, arena, shall we say. And the heroes try to foil Makata's plan to sacrifice young Peggy, but it all comes down to Marie, somehow possessed, uh, still possessed by Tanith, uh, who steps in as Peggy to recite a spell that basically converts the Coven Room into a church. Uh, Durishlo and the gang awaken back at Marie's home to discover that time has reser- uh, reversed for them. Among the gifts they receive for beating evil is to return to before Peggy was kidnapped and before Tanith was taken by the angel of death. All are
1: alive and well. <laughs> so uh, just just a question popped into my head then. If, if they sort of go back in time before mm. anyone got taken, does that mean that... The the main bad guy, what's his name? He he he's not dead, like all yes. the other guys. It's confounding, right. isn't it? So You've got to buy this, the whole the sequel. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, it just does it again, it just does the end again. Yeah, it's just it goes in a continuous loop forever.
0: Yeah, well it's one of those paradoxes, isn't it? You've got to you've got to go, Oh no, they're back in time, but they're not just back in time, they're back in a time when that guy was not around. Oh. You oh. got to buy the whole package, <laughs> <laughs> because he said that the angel of death claimed uh, t- uh, Macada. Hmm. Right. Which, oh, Okay. Because yeah, which I yep. think is one of the most delightful parts of the movie. It's it's um, that that this there's a lot of 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 black magic and lore in it, which I'm um, to understand from one of the articles you sent me is all fairly legit, uh, based on Alistair Crowley's sort of sat- uh, yeah. satanist sort of stuff, but. I don't know whether this is the real deal or not but this idea of the angel of death uh turning up and not leaving empty-handed is pretty wonderful. Mm. And because mm. the movies are you all you have to do is set up your rules. So, you know, the the the, the one that Robert Keith keeps bringing up is the idea and and keep the logic of, of what you set up. So, you go, yeah, Roger Rabbit um uh, he can't just flatten himself like into a sheet and go under a door. It's the stuff he can't do, you know. And then you got to stick to those rules throughout the whole film. And this movie sets up that that it goes, okay, you know, the angels left. when he comes, he's got to take someone, he takes someone we actually care about and then at the end they they use it to to you know, nail the bad guy, which is that's quite brilliant. Yeah. That's that's really really quite clever. You know, set up payoff, simple. And that's some shit that
1: people fuck up a lot.
0: That was good, but um I, I- I have a lot of questions. Yeah,
1: go shoot. Go <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck are these guys, the 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 Duke and Rex? Like, okay, wh- why do they care about Simon? Why do they know so much about the occult? That, I just I feel like there needs to be more back backstory.
0: Fair enough. Know? Well, I don't know a whole hell of a lot, but what I get gleaned was that. Uh, well, uh, it says, you know, one of the things I read that is that Simon's his protege and uh, a friend of, oh, sorry, a, a sort of, um, I think that Derishloh was friends with his father. Yeah. So they've got that sort of weird connection. I,
1: I, I think he mentions that in a conversation with someone at the start of the film. Sure. And mm. that's, that's kind of yeah. it. But there's lots of
0: books about this guy. So Well um, see
1: that's that's the thing. I think the people and, and I've gone through a lot of reviews and everybody loves this movie, but I think the people that write about it and love it have read the book. And I think that's oh, that's right. a big problem. Well it's
0: a series. So this this character of Derish Lowe is is in about ten books that Dennis Wheatley wrote. Oh wow. So he's among yep. the series that this guy uh, this guy pulled off. Duke. De Lowe, so so started in 1933, the Forbidden Territory. The second book is The Devil Rides Out, so this is the second book. Uh, third book, Golden Spaniard, Three Inquisitive People, obviously a lot of silly names. But it goes all the way up to 1970. So 1933 wow. to 1970,
1: that's a long... Mm. That's it's a like long Ian Fleming or something.
0: That's a really long series. you yeah. know. And actually, look at the genres. It says the first one's adventure, the, so Devil Rides Out, occult romance. Adventure, crime. So, this character appears espionage. So, he's getting into in spies Ooh. and shit. Like, you know, that's oh. interesting.
1: So, another question I had was around uh, Macada. Why does he care so much about keeping Simon and Tanith in the cult, you know?
0: He needs 13.
1: Oh, oh. he needs 13. But aren't there... When, when, There's when a lot of the, hangers on. I don't yes, know. Yes, there are a that's lot of That's why hangers they couldn't on. stay. Like, but right. but he he's got so many to choose from, you know. There's loads of other dummies there, like in the forest and stuff. Like... I don't know and... what
0: the difference is between the normal followers and the thirteen he needs. Because in the forest, yeah. it seemed like there was a lot more than thirteen people. Mm, that's true. Dancing around. Yes. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Man. Yeah. Maybe There's that loads like thirty. Might be a goof. That might mm. be. That might be. They done goofed. You think so? <laughs> Maybe. Mm. Because I, I was on board. I was like, oh, he needs the thirteen. He needs to induct these these two people in so he can. Yep. Presumably, he needs thirteen people, thirteen believers to summon the devil. That's the point, right? Yeah. But so, is but
1: is Simon a believer? He doesn't seem to be.
0: Well he has to be. He's been tricked into it at the beginning, and then they're yeah. sort of talking him out of it, trying to talk him out of it. Seen that committed
1: to the cause. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's
2: probably just down to pound. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well that's speaking of down to pound, <laughs> that like bad eye kick. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of down to pound, like Makada, like what is his deal overall? Like is he into pussy? Maybe he's a kiddie, kiddie fiddler. Does he want to legalize bestiality? Does mm. he want to take down the government? Like maybe he wants to turn children into pansexual trans twinks. I need a little something to work with here. You know, like what is his shut, evil You need to shut deal? up right now, okay? It's a lot of upsetting things
0: to put in a ball and lay that on me, okay? I don't know where to start. <laughs> Overall though, they were kind of chase devil worshippers. They didn't really Ooh. get involved in too much. You know, like it wasn't that like there was one. There's a couple of hints at seductive behavior, some of the, but but it was it they they didn't go full crazy. Mm, like yeah. TikTok's worse.
1: Yes, for sure. <laughs> you know, or, or some of those videos of people like breaking shit in shops and 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 in yeah. restaurants for not getting dipping sauce, and you know. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> yes, but no, but Mercado, I yeah,
0: I don't I don't know I don't know what his deal is, but mm.
1: well, we we mentioned the book. And like I said, I think people who love the film have read the book, which is far more explicit and... So let's take that satanic ritual in the forest. Here's how it plays out in the book, okay? The revelers drank first and conjured the devil later. They did it naked under the illumination of a burning cauldron and candlelight. They danced anti-clockwise to a harsh, discordant jumble of notes and broken chords, while the devil, who appeared as a huge goat, rattled and clacked his monstrous cloven hooves together and gave a weird laughing neigh in a mockery of applause the celebrants wash it down with a bit of cannibalism munching a stillborn baby or perhaps some unfortunate child they've stolen and murdered okay. sounds so. like my thursday night <laughs> 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 i just love the idea of the devil clapping his hooves to get there you know yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that, but but for 1934 if that comes from the mm. novel that's quite that's out yeah. there it's quite out there like i mean we forget the novel is is leagues beyond film the f- film, like if you go to 1900 or around then 1907, read Ulysses and you'll you see the C word. It's sex, and also it, f- it feels like something mm. that would have come out in 1993. Do you know what mm. I mean? And um, whereas the films were only just getting started, and there's something about their reach and everything that makes them so much more. And people obviously were worried about imp- people being impressionable and stuff. So mm. that's why this movie's so chaste. So you sort yeah. of can't. It gives us no, uh, you know. Well, I don't know. Maybe the 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 some of the stuff is quite horrible. But you've got to live in a pretty conservative, quiet area of London to be to be totally outraged by the stuff they do. You're like, oh my god, they're dancing and like, oh god, Jesus, what what is this? They're
1: like baby boomer hippies dancing in the forest. Yes, yes,
0: yes. So yeah, I don't I don't know. Like that, the yeah,
3: that's that's not.
4: Echo, Echo Adonai. Echo, Echo Adonai. Echo Babylon. Echo Babylon. Echo, Osiris. Echo,
3: Osiris.
0: But but look, Ricky, I can sense your your you know, sort of getting ready to drop the hammer. You, you sort <laughs> yeah. of—I know you—and you, you don't—you didn't think this was very good. Um, but before you tell me why, um, well, actually, maybe you should tell me why. What, what? What? What's your beef? What? Why didn't you like this movie?
1: Well, 19th. I think—well, there's that, of course. But I—I <laughs> I, I just think there's not—there's not enough danger around the cult. You know, like, I just, there's just not enough information about what, to, to make them dangerous and to make them uh, scary, you know, like, I, I, and maybe maybe it's a time thing as well, you know, I mean, this came out in 1968. Um, I did read that it was first proposed in 1963, but it couldn't go ahead until the censorship sort of worries over Satanism had mm-hmm. eased a bit before they could make the film. So you've kind of got that playing out you know but also i was thinking that you know maybe satanism has just lost a little bit of its bad boy reputation you know mm-hmm. because in in the 1990s when we were growing up there was a devil worshipping panic out there and I, I think it was exemplified by the HBO documentary series about the West Memphis Three. Paradise yes. were Who were three mm-hmm. teenage friends accused of, of killing and torturing a, a couple of five-year-old boys in a satanic ritual. It was all nonsense, by the way. But, you know, it, maybe that seems a bit kitchen passe in, in 2022.
0: I remember, know? I distinctly remember the feeling of... of yeah people do, when when you know you someone would say to you oh if you play this song backwards yep. yeah you can hear yep. yeah. satanic stuff and you go oh it's so scary and and there was this you know the religious right were a lot more powerful uh you know back then and they were the ones on the who had the the conch and so and they were really fucking worried about all this stuff so yep. a, few, a few years before they'd been you know looking into heavy metal and even glam metal and stuff, and and yeah. then it was Marilyn Manson. And
1: well, I, I remember oh. I remember being told, or um, I, or maybe I saw it on some sort of bullshit TV report about ACDC standing for Antichrist Devil Child. You know, I mean mm. ACDC. I mean they're fairly mm-hmm. tame compared to some of the kind of hardcore stuff you can just do now. But but also uh, I remember as a kid Dungeons and Dragons. Like there was a big thing about that introducing kids into satanic stuff. Um, you know, all, all sorts of video clips were were bad for you. I remember um, Tolkien, like The Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, as being mm. sort of like a gateway <laughs> to to devil worshipping and stuff. It was like, you know, it was nuts. But maybe the
0: maybe the what well, the reason that people are scared in the film, and I sort of bought it, was because uh, it was the idea of of being. In, um, inducted into something against your will, and someone using and tricking you, and and being convincing and charming. The thing about Mikado is mm. is that he is he's a charming gentleman and looks like anyone else, and but his ideas, his his
1: ideology are, is bad. You know what I mean? Mm. So mm. he's definitely. I, I quite enjoyed um, him as a performer in this. I thought he was really charismatic and just kind of as a quite, side
0: note, quite sinister. Charles Gray. Uh, is his name And you might n- uh, You might know him AJ from The Rocky Horror Picture Show
2: the Thank p- you it's just, I knew I knew It's him. just a
0: jump To the left <laughs> Okay <laughs> That's him He's he's, oh, he's, he's also Blofeld He is Blofeld But he's in two Bond films he's, Yes so he's in two an, different he's in, people He's in You Only yeah. Live Twice That's the racist Asian one And then he's in Diamonds <laughs> Are Forever As, as um, Blofeld I think mm, Yeah oh, So mm-hmm. he's quite um, uh, Electric In this mm, yeah, he was very good, but really, I thought of it since we' are just we'll on the cults for a second, I thought you're right, the Satanism has lost its edge a bit, but i I distinctly remember when it was it was it was edgy, yeah, but I feel like this is a movie of our times because what we've got here is a group of intersectional elites who use specialized language, conduct weird rituals, mostly to maintain their <laughs> stranglehold on power. Uh, sound familiar? Uh, I think the I'd...
2: patriarchy. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> I prefer the
0: devil to whatever the wokesters have in mind because because the woke. Here's the difference: the woke are secular, and they have no beliefs beyond their own genitals and what to do, what you, they want to do with them. <laughs> yeah, and with or skin who. color, or skin color, <laughs> um, and t- telling your kids all about it uh, as well. So, but Satanism, in in contrast, presupposes the existence of the opposite god or goods good spirits mm. or or you know uh, moral goodness or the right thing to do whereas what we're getting at with the problem with the left in general and particularly you know woke elites is the vacuum this sort of moral vacuum that the lack of of god and religion leaves um, mm. So mm. you can't, that's why you get all this crap about minor attracted persons, which we're talking about <laughs> before, like, which is the, you know. Map. Maps. 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 <laughs> yeah, you know, Just don't, you know, don't get in the, just don't uh, put down the maps, all right? So <laughs> the, the the they can't, when it comes to anything, like, you know, why you shouldn't, uh, why you ought not start an OnlyFans account or tell someone's daughter to start an OnlyFans account or why you shouldn't, uh, man or woman have sex with 300 people in, in a year or whatever it is, take your pick. They don't have a, a a solution because they've created something that is completely devoid of spirituality and community and it's totally bankrupt. So in this movie, that's why this movie is so, so great is because... You know, at the end of the day, you could say it's childish and whatever, but it's about good. It's about goodness, doing the right thing. It's about Ooh. there being good spirits, and at the end, you know, um, they revel in the goodness of 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 people trying to save their friends from Ooh. from bad ideas, and uh, and so Satanism, by its very existence, um, you know, justifies. Isn't that isn't that what
1: what the woke set do? They want to try and save you from they do you know far right beliefs, <laughs> Christianity, yes. Yeah. And no, no family. But, nuclear family. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what I mean. So far right beliefs, like yeah, having to, yeah, I'm fucking two point five kids, and you know <laughs> like dividing the housework and like fucking yeah, you know going to IKEA, <laughs> like fucking far right crazy <laughs> shit. Stop that. Yeah. Mm, well, yet. talking about
1: speaking of crazy shit. Uh, In the book, there's a subplot where the Satanists want to start a world war if they can obtain this thing called uh, the Talisman of Set, which is basically a mummified penis. And at the end of the novel, (laughs) the Duke destroys the phallic symbol um, but all of this was removed from the film because the British censors uh, wouldn't have allowed it. Ken so. Russell would have put it in. Aww. He would have. Yeah, he would have had the guys mo- with <laughs> big, massive.
0: The f- movie would have been about it, and dicks we and- would have seen Tanneth like, yeah, caressing it and stuff, and it would have been, <laughs> it would have been our, our favourite movie. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm, pretty much.
1: Yeah. So uh, one thing that struck me is the film's fairly paternalistic in that. Um, and that the duke, he's kind of, he kind of tells everybody what's what, you know.
0: Mansplains to them. Is that what yeah, you're saying? so, so, <laughs> so the, the younger
1: characters are kind of incapable of defending themselves without kind of, you know, consulting with him first. Whereas now, know? kids should be president. It's the other way around, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: hello, oh, your kid's a fucking dumbass. He should be president and we yeah. should be doing whatever he <laughs> says.
1: Well, Gre- Greta Thunberg. Yeah, that's right. That's
0: right. <laughs> no, that's an interesting point. But back, but back then it wasn't questioned. It was just like. But yeah. the thing is, but here's the and look, you know, yeah, the, the the uh being accused of mansplaining is a Chinese finger trap. So it's you can never you can never get out of it. You know what I mean? Like it's just mm. it's you're stuck with it. So once someone says, "Don't mansplain to me," you go, "Oh, okay." So because you could literally be telling them, um. Theory of relativity giving the them directions yeah you could you literally be giving them something that's like yeah. they need to know like don't yes, those this is how
1: you do CPR on your dying friend right and they go
0: don't
1: I fucking knew it knew all of that
0: and you go okay, all right so you can't you can't get out of it do you know what I mean Whereas, because the thing is the duke he knows his shit.
1: In yeah. this movie
0: He knows everything Whereas I feel like <laughs> How he, does he know everything? He'd get fired now Everyone would say Yeah Like you know Who do you think you are Like you know You don't get like <laughs> Tell me what What's what And he's like Well I've done a bit of study And they're like Yeah whatever yeah. Whatever yeah. Pseudo <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pseudo
2: A cult guy <laughs> Yes
0: Doing a Wilde Wild and, and Jordan Peterson Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, I, I got a question because you know this is this is was heavily on my mind throughout the whole thing. So you know, Tanneth, right? I was mm, thinking, yep. what do you think? What do you think Tannith's titties would look like if they popped out?
1: <laughs> and <all>. we're back. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I was thinking about the whole yeah. time. Stamp yeah. that. <laughs> Can can a surfboard pop out? Like
0: Yeah, well, it's, look, it doesn't oh. matter. They, they, they listen, listen to that brutal, brutal takedown. Whereas oh, brutal. I don't care. I don't care what that was like. I'm just, yeah, know, just kidding. we are just here um, for it. No, yeah, I'm here for that. Now she was hot. She was super hot, that chick. Um,
1: she, was, she was, yeah. yeah,
0: out of control. Yeah. What's her name? Her name's Nika Arigi.
1: Uh, are Simon and Tanith a couple? No. Oh, he wants to fuck her. Because <laughs> they they seem together all the time, like, like Rex. they're gonna yeah. get. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but but I thought oh. Simon and Tanneth were look like, kind of like together. Oh, then no. Rex kind of comes in and swoops in and just yeah, uh, that's how life oh, works.
2: Rex wants it. That's how yeah, how that's works. how life
1: works. I Someone guess. loses. But, but Simon, he I don't know. He seemed like a bit of a cock. He didn't put up a fight. You know. Yeah, just kind of yeah. lets it happen.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, no, he was he wasn't in in, in the running, so. I don't know what to say. Like you know. I
2: said, he was the with the old chick with the crazy eyes.
0: Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> she tries to run them over at one point. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. car chase is quite 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 charming in a kind of it's great. old school. It's got some great kind of VFX green screen there, way.
0: There's this there's this VFX uh, in it where um so uh Mercator, uh he transfixes um Tanneth and then says oh don't worry he won't catch you when, when he, see so Ooh. Rex is chasing her then his windshield turns completely white and he almost crashes. that was so simple and so scary you Ooh. know and he has to immediately smash it and look through this little jagged hole and then then I mean it was quite some <laughs>
4: it was good Do not be afraid I'm still with you. He will never catch you.
0: the effects were quite ingenious actually i was i was really mm. taken in by these practical effects we got all these black D- magic attacks spider well spider yeah. was up and down <laughs> like you know because they do a, a miniature spider. i did a real spider that train might make big but 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 the super imposition was good um and Ooh. and depends on how br- basically you need to have your tv set to cinema settings so you need to have it dark it's not meant to be br- right. if you got it lit up Nothing looks good yeah. lit up. Okay.
1: <laughs> no, well, I I quite liked the sort of expanded spider. I thought that was kind yes. of uh, you know charming in a kind of clunky way. But then when they went to the. That the act, the footage of the actual spider, and they yes. had made sort of like a miniature set around it. I thought that I feel was, like they should have just gone big,
0: kept it well, big. No, but they followed all the rules. Like on a big screen in 1967, you would have been mm. so scared. You would have and and seeing a spider that big as well, you, it, it dwarfs you, you know. Whereas we watched it, mm. yeah, on our Apple Watches, so mm. it's not <laughs> doesn't have the same thing, you know. However we watched it was not how they meant us to say it. You know, it doesn't matter. If you watch it on an iPad, it's laying so under small. your blankets or on your laptop.
1: I don't own an Apple Watch, but one day I'd like to watch a movie on it, just so they could say I have. Something big too, like Avatar. I wanna watch Avatar on my, on my Apple Watch. Watch Salo. Go on there. Yeah. Probably, <laughs> yeah, on, on, on the train Surrounded by school kids <laughs> And just be like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But speaking of effects Like I, I, I think that kind of There's so much Sort of staring And, and At people And, and mm. sort of Hypnotised And transfixed And I think it's a good way To sort of Overcome the lack of special effects technology that they had, you know, and just you just add spooky music and lighting, mm. and, and there you are. It's like something crazy is happening. And it reminds me a little bit of The Exorcist 2, the, the Heretic, where mm. they do that kind of a bit. But Fun film. Yeah, I think they do that. It's a good film, yeah. But what, what one special effect I thought they could have added was they mentioned the cold a lot when they sort of go upstairs and, like, oh, you wanted it's the so breath. cold. You want to see the breath. I wanted the breath, yeah. <laughs> we didn't get that
0: until Titanic. That was CG okay. breath. Hey,
1: doesn't it? Doesn't it happen in um The Exorcist?
0: Yeah, that was a cold room. Mm. So
1: yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, can't can't, can't they just find a meat locker somewhere? That was or? a massive budget movie. <laughs> this was not my <laughs> yeah. same, same company, Warner Brothers,
0: but these guys were not mind you. Yeah, I don't know. They might have been able to swing it, but um, yeah, I
1: don't know. It Would have been good. Because, yeah, had to just go, build, build a set on an cold. ice skating rink or something.
0: Whereas when they in the excess you do notice them. They don't even say it. They going because it looks mm. fucking cold. They just go yeah. in and you go, wow, can can mm. see their breath. As opposed to, it's become very cold. <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Isn't she like is this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Is it getting colder up here or is it my imagination? No. This isn't your imagination No oh, Come on, let me in It's cold out here, let me in It's
1: getting colder
0: This is to be expected
1: but do, do, do you think Rex Rex sounds funny when he says that He's like, ooh, so cold <laughs> I don't know, something about Rex I'm, I'm not digging Yeah
2: gonna <laughs> like it?
1: No, he's Do you know who as I
2: well? love Richard. Richard w- was my guy. Oh
0: yeah, which one's Richard?
2: The oh, one the, one bumbling... It's it's the bumbling, all dumb, the bumbling husband. Yeah. Okay, yeah. another
0: side note on our, on on Richard. We, you might recognise him from Yes Minister.
1: Ah yeah. Uh, so he's Jim Hacker
0: from from Yes
1: Minister. Yeah. Yes I kind Minister. of liked his character though. He was like he was a Paul skeptic. Eddington. Well, yeah. there was
0: a shitload of characters in this movie. Like, yeah. I feel like this is a modern movie. It would be, you know, independent. And there would be just a, there'd be less characters. Whereas I feel like yeah. they went for broke. We had yeah the husband and wife. Mm. We had the Duke. We had Rex, who was in love with Tanith. and then we had Simon. Whereas the first mm. thing you'd do is you'd go, okay, is there any way to like combine characters? Can we have you know Rex and Simon be the same person or something? Get or, rid of Simon. You know, yeah, but they they kept them all. La Femme. Yeah, I know. yeah. So, you know. So other scenes that I thought were good, I love the hint you know, because this movie it was this is beautifully directed, by the way. So Terence Fisher, um, I think he might be the premier uh, Hammer director, and this is this is an outstanding direction. So. Um, you can sort of chart the 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 destruction of Hammer on the the success of this of the zoom lens. So the zoom lens was created around about this time, and the more we see the zoom lens, the more these films become shitty. You know, and okay. there's something about uh, whereas because the zoom lens, it's a it's a different look. Um, And we've obviously it's been spoofed because of snap zooms and Kung Fu movies and all of that. But in in contrast, the dolly is where it's at. So a dolly move is where that's the most cinematic move you can have. That's like all Spielberg movies, just on a dolly. And we're moving all the time. We're rolling around. It's gliding. Mm. We're pushing in. We're pushing out. We're doing all that. Whereas a zoom, we're sat on our crumpet and we're just pulling the ring and we're going in. And then we're coming out, and then we're going in on something else, and we're coming out. Yeah. And we're doing... so. The more of that shit we do, that that that's I feel like um, there's something about it the way it interrupts the 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 creative process a bit. The way that's similar to mm. the way CGs fucked us up today, you know. Back then it was that, and you know. But but this movie, by and large, is Hitchcockian in the in in its intricacy. So we've got you know beautiful that the hypnosis scene is what I'm thinking of. Mm. So this slow dolly move on Marie as she's sitting there getting hypnotized. It's very, it's almost imperceptible, the best kind. Uh, c- contrasted with these extreme close-ups of uh, Macado, uh, and he even leans in and to give us his eyes mm. at one point, and it's just, it is just expert. Total mm. expert. And then we've got this high angle when he looks up to where they are at the end. Excellent direction. So this move, and nothing is wasted. It was just... Uh, Truly outstanding
4: Hear me out Dear lady I do not propose to discuss with you The rights and wrongs Of practicing the magic art I will confine myself to saying that I am a practitioner of some experience Monsieur de Richelieu has no doubt led you to believe that I am thoroughly evil. Such is not the case. In magic, there is neither good nor evil. It is merely a science. The science of causing change to occur by means of one's will. The sinister reputation attaching to it is entirely groundless and is based on superstition rather than objective observation. The power of the will is something people do not understand. ...attributing to it mysterious qualities which it does not possess. Being made of the power of mind over matter... ...or in the greater number of cases, the power of mind over mind... ...as your mind now is succumbing to mine. For as you look into my eyes and listen to my voice... ...your will is leaving you slipping away.
0: So this guy, um, uh, Terence Fisher, has done uh, all the big ones, really. Like he did, um, you know, the first Dracula. uh, So from 1958, that's the one with um, Christopher Lee, which is, um, you know, a a total smash. He did The 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 Mummy, The Frankenstein. Let me just look at the little list here because there's a few more that I think uh, would jump out at me. Yes. So Dracula, The Revenge of Frankenstein, How to the Baskervilles, The Mummy, The Man Who Could Cheat Death. The Stranglers of Bombay looks interesting. So that that this movie, a British adventure horror film about the um you know the cult from uh, Temple of Doom? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, this movie's sort of set around that cult, which is well, something like that, you know, the Stranglers Calibre. of Bombay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which looks interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Two Faces of Doctor Jekyll, the brides of Dracula, it goes on and on, Curse of Werewolf. Uh, but the and one which was on our on the maybe pile for next week, which was Frankenstein Created Woman, and I and I didn't know he did that one because that that's that's outstanding. And the Devil Rides Out, so he fucking is Hammer, this guy. Like oh. he, this guy did he is
3: twins. twins. <laughs> we <laughs> did not do that little number. <laughs> so <laughs> yes,
0: actually I think yes, because this guy doesn't seem like he's into the titties as much as we are. But it'd mm-hmm.
1: you know, <laughs> be
2: hard.
0: Out. That
1: is hard. Yeah, that <laughs> is hard.
2: <laughs> That's what she said.
1: Uh do you wish you could toss a crucifix at uh say, I don't know, a blue haired devil, maybe a trans right <laughs> rights rally. And- Absolutely you know, throw that crucifix. But the way I comes, do it is the way yeah. they
0: do it in this movie, which is the first drive-by crucifixioning I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So one guy hanging out of the side of the car, like a full <laughs> yes. Compton, you know, assassination. Yeah. And he just goes, yeah, and throws a crucifix at the <laughs> devil and he explodes. And I would love yeah. to do that. I want to go to Portland that and is. just go, and throw them at, <laughs> yeah. you know,
1: all of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd be difficult. Oh, imagine, imagine doing that at a at a, a pro abortion rally. Yeah, that'd be nuts. You'd be it. lynched.
0: creepers, you get you get get up. Well, uh, I think it is time for Keeper Creeper. So what have we got tonight? Two little numbers for you, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, straight for it, we've got Christopher Lee as uh, Nicholas Duke de Richelieu. Uh, he, okay. So, tall. Mm. He is tall. He's a tall guy. Okay. He is tall. Goatee. Have you ever dated a guy with a goatee? I think so. Surely. Maybe. Full 90s goatee. <laughs> like, you know, the little Mephisto sort of mustache and a little bit of something it, down his here.
2: mustache looked like it was stuck on. Oh,
0: so, so you're it was saying moving.
2: You
0: could right. Okay, all right. Well, anyway, he's got a goatee. Now, he's very well read, so that Ooh. might intimidate you, but mainly about Satanism. That's true. So, so that's fun. a Bit of fun. It is fun, but he won't be able to help you with your book club questions or anything. So, <laughs> if he mainly just knows about, yeah, just rituals and shit from Satan stuff. So, I don't, I don't know. But the biggest thing, and we've already sort of touched on this, I think this is the biggest point really, is that he's assertive, you know? He is. He, know, he knows what to do and when to do it. So, Ooh. that's that's his energy. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, he's was, the daddy of the group. At never, at no point did he say, Tanith, what do you think?" You know, he was just like, "Let's go, yeah. let's do it." He did. He's not this going. This is what we're
2: doing. You're staying here. I'm going yes. here. You're yes. going there.
0: Yeah. It's not like <laughs> you know some female-led workplaces where it's a lot of talk about you know validating other people's opinions and stuff like and and making sure everyone in the meeting has been heard. He doesn't care about that shit, mm. so he's oh, just no. like in out, you know. So that's yeah. that's the Duke. Consider that now. Sharp contrast, okay. I've gone straight for it. Here we go. Eddie Powell as the Goat of Mendes. Okay, so <laughs> now, <laughs> first things first. Um, quite hairy, but I feel like he's trying because he's got a shaved chest. So, I think he cares about you, you know? Like, he's not just letting, yeah. it, letting it all go. Like, he's clearly trying... He's manscaping. Yeah, he's trying to do something. So, he's not... I think mm. that you got to look into actions, not words, okay? But having said that, silent type. So, <laughs> not a lot... Didn't didn't a lot to say. So, you've no. got to just, you know... But then again, Frank is quite... Taciturn from what when I've, I've met him. So this this quite this accords with where, where you're at right now. But um <laughs> uh lots of followers and quite popular. Ooh. So mm. you know bigger than Kanye. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> he's big, 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 big presence, global presence, Ooh. in fact. You know. Um he does like to try different looks, you know. Sometimes he's got a bit of a goat vibe. <laughs> Other times, you know, half naked, sort of does like to play with melanin a bit as well. That's true. So, mm. you know, transracial, perhaps, is how we should describe Ooh. it. Biggest thing trans, trans species? Trans species, yeah. That's now, true. The big one. Some people call him master, okay? So maybe oh. he can be your master.
2: My master. I
0: don't know. I like so, it. But that's, do that's you like what to be dominated
1: in the bedroom?
0: Well, look, I'm not here. There's no need to get base. I just put it. I'm putting it out there. We've got the Duke and the Goat of Mendes. Talk to me, AJ. What do we got?
2: Look, Christopher Lee's hot. Oh,
0: that is keeper. unexpected
2: keeper. <laughs> keeper. Fucking oh, oh, tell me where to go. Let me
0: buy your car. I'm down. That is amazing. All right. Wow. Because now, what is it about about the Duke or in the guise of Christopher Lee, what is it about him that, that, that do you like him physically? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> mm. And the voice, do you like the voice? Oh, yeah. Wow. wow. I like it all. Mm. Amazing. Wow. That is amazing. <laughs> this is why I will never understand what women want. I just do not understand it. 'Cause because I'm a guy and I'm like, oh, you know, I would just thought he'd be have a creepy vibe. But then again, I think he would be a total slayer now that I think about it.
2: Yeah, um, daddy.
0: Daddy.
1: <laughs> well, that's
0: wonderful. We got a keeper. Uh, that's the Duke. Uh, what about David the goat? you're gonna well, no, yeah, got, I'm... Nah.
2: I'm not gonna fuck the goat.
0: <laughs> so the goat of Mendy's is out.
2: Yeah, he's out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well wow.
0: <laughs> fair enough.
2: The trans species thing, I think, got me.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So no to the goat of Mendy's then. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I've got standards, guys. <laughs> yes, <you do. laughs>
2: Guy from Basic Instinct? Shop. Sure.
0: Sure. Yeah. But the go of Mendy's? <laughs> no. No. Where
1: did you get the is the guy from Basic Instinct really that that different from the goat? <laughs> That's true.
2: <laughs> Definitely a subspecies.
0: <laughs> Something about him sitting at the top of the rock as well, just cross-legged. Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't know what it is. It was disturbing.
0: Yeah, that whole scene was great though. I, I did like mm. that mm. scene uh, out in the. It's sort of the, the Satanist baptism. Yeah. And. Mm. You know, we also get that quick shot of, of Tanith getting covered in blood. She sort of gets a blood facial, and it's, yeah. it's hot.
1: Ooh. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. I, I, I like just the, the wide eyed enthusiasm of, mm. of all the people in that scene. Like yes, all the comedy people. That's, I, that's what, good.
0: But that's what the British audience were horrified by. Be, they were like, oh, God, mm. this is a bit of a scene. Yeah, yeah it's a
1: bit of a scene. Yeah. Yeah, Don't it, let, let the be. children see it. Yeah, that's right.
2: Mm. Yeah, that's G, rated
1: G. <laughs> Yeah. What What would it have been rated back in the day, though? It wouldn't have been G back well, it's, in 1960-something. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's I? pretty intense.
0: Incredible mm. credit sequence. Mm. Yes, Ama- yeah, amazing credit sequence. Yeah. Mm. Flames, green symbols, mm. green satanic symbols, awesome font. 10 yeah. out of 10. I was just like, I was like, totally sucked in. There's a part of you that, you know, when you see this sort of, a certain kind of, of arch filmmaking from the 60s in, or, or with all that And you just go, wow, you know, like this is, it's hard to describe mm. It's hard to describe yeah. Same feeling when I see uh, Danger Diabolic or something It's just like, it's all there, you know And you, you feel like laughing, but then you, you stop laughing And you go, oh, no, this is just good, this
1: is good. <laughs> Yeah, alright, you want some trivia? Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, this is actually Christopher Lee's favorite Hammer film.
2: Oh, yes, Hammer me, Christopher Lee.
0: Well, he's heroic in it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. he doesn't. He normally plays the creep, creeper. So.
1: That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But isn't it more fun to play a villain as an actor?
0: But he just—he only depends plays how... fucking
1: villains, though. True. Yeah. But you know, so did, so do people like Alan Rickman? You know.
2: I think it depends how dark you go.
0: But if you asked Alan Wigman, he'd probably say, "I love truly, madly, deeply," you know, like, yeah,
1: yeah. which is a good I film, know. sweet film. Mm. So uh, I think we touched on this already, but Mikado was based on the notorious uh, the the notorious Satanist Alistair Crowley uh, in in the original novel. Um, but uh, author Dennis Wheatley actually invited him to dinner for research purposes. So I think he actually met. Oh, him. Oh wow! So that's kind of interesting. Uh, the movie's US title was changed to The Devil's Bride because its original title, The Devil Rides Out, made it sound too much like a western. I think The Devil Rides Out mm. is, a, is a cool name. It's great. Mm. It's very good. It is great. Uh, scenes of this movie were used in the 1982 video clip The Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden, which is a classic mm. metal metal song. Uh so uh, Leon Green's voice, he plays Rex was dubbed throughout the movie. He also st- stuffed his shoes with crumpled paper so that he would be closer to Christopher Lee's height, which Green considered imposing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that was Ooh. a thing. Wouldn't that fucking hurt your feet? Putting yeah, newspaper yeah. in there? That's fucking dumb. Can't <laughs> you just can't you just talk to the set, the wardrobe guys and go and just give me lifts. a bit, give me lift yeah add a bit to my shoes here, or I don't know, do Tom Cruise just down on a box. You
0: know, I think he just uses a range of different newspaper in big, big <laughs> <Yes>. shoes. <Yeah. laughs> you got your magazines, you've yeah. got your crumpled newspaper, you know, the whole
1: bit. So the film used a total of three tarantula spiders supplied by London Zoo. It also, they also came with a handler. Ah, uh, the first died under the studio lights, Aww. and a second was brought in to shoot the sequence. The body of a third that had previously died—he uh, was the one who had sulfuric acid poured on him for the death scene. I'm so surprised oh. that they bothered. I
0: watched this movie and I was like, because whenever you watch anything like fucking pre—I don't yep. know—pre 1985, you just yep. you just know that you're in in for some something something not good when it comes to animals, yep. or, mm-hmm. and of any kind. And I was like, oh god. And actually, yeah, that's really surprising they, that they had a handler and they got them from the zoo and mm. you know, they really just tried something. Whereas if this was in Italy. Oh, no. Like the Italian films we've seen where they just... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they just animals. don't give a fuck. I mean, in all topo, for goodness sakes. You know? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, all the rabbits and stuff. Insane. Yeah. All right, so I've got some reviews for you guys here. Just uh, just two, really. So from Empire Magazine... uh. Someone called Kim Newman in 2000 wrote that uh, with the classic team of Lee and Hammer Horror, you know this is, uh, this is set to be a classic, whether for being good or even being bad. Thankfully, it most definitely falls into the former category, with Lee giving a memorable and unusual performance as the sorcerer, the hero of the film. So I thought I'd contrast that with um, a more negative review. So uh, this is from IMDB. Uh, some are calling themselves Callan Vass from 2015 uh, and their review is titled, What's all the fuss about? I love Hammer movies. I love Christopher Lee. With all the praise this movie gets, I was really looking forward to this movie. Shockingly, I was very disappointed. I actually thought it was rather dull at times, and somewhat dated as well. There is some good atmosphere at times, but I never felt truly terrified or threatened. Maybe I've seen too many of these movies or something, but I wasn't all that affected by it. I also hate how people automatically deny that it's happening. It happens in a way uh, It happens in a way. too many horror movies. I don't even know what any of that fucking what? is. The set design <laughs> The set designs are lavish as usual for a hammer movie. It was also fantasy Christopher Lee, blah blah blah. Um so it capped it off by saying, apparently this is Lee's favourite film that he made. Why?
2: I just love that he said dated. <laughs> this dated. movie is dated. Yeah.
1: i yeah, well, it is. <laughs> it it was made in ninety six. You're gonna yeah. be dated too. <laughs> <Yeah. you know? laughs> like
0: just so yeah. funny how how the way that the internet has created, it just, it's just made, I know we do a review show, it's just made pathetic Xerox copy reviewers of us all. Like the way that guy's speaking, he's clearly got issues anyway yeah. and he's in his basement with his, you know, no pants yeah. on. And, but the way he's typing is sort of half, uh, you know, without him knowing, aping. Cisco and ebert language <laughs> yeah. you know
2: well he wants to have a
1: conversation with us
2: <laughs> yeah, He does, yeah. but, but it's a one-way
1: conversation it is, it is. He's but also dreadful, also uh, no yeah. did he did he did he read what he wrote you know because some of it i didn't even read yeah. the whole thing i mean some of it doesn't no. make sense like you know Ooh. grammar there's <laughs> formatting issues like the whole bit you know no it's bollocks <laughs> yeah i like it okay
0: <laughs> All right. Are you ready?
3: Uh, If I was you, I'd wanna be me too. I'd wanna be me too. I'd wanna be me
0: too.
2: (laughs) Is that the new thing? I like it.
0: It is the new thing.
2: I like
0: it. (laughs) But Megan Trainer, she's hot, by the way. I I saw her and I was like, You're good, Megan Trainer. You're good. (laughs) So. First things first, Heaven's the Bechtel. You're a creeper. <laughs> it's because there are no titties in the movie. That's
2: right. So you have to get your eye closed somewhere. So,
0: Heaven's the Bechtel, <laughs> it's the Bechtel test. Uh, first things first, you know, informal way to evaluate bias against women. So it needs to have two named women who talk to each other about something other than a man. We have Tanith and Marie. They don't really have a, a substantial conversation with each other, but Tanith does possess Marie and Marie slash Tanith is instrumental in smiting the devil. What's the ruling here? Or do they need to be CEOs? Like, I don't, I don't. So is it, do they fail? I'm too generous. I go, oh, well, like, you know, she played an instrumental role, but I feel like the Bechtel test people, Mrs. Bechtel, They wouldn't care. They wouldn't care. They'd be like, no, it's got to be, she's, you know, she's got to be the lead, like Jane Eyre or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Probably.
0: Okay. Well, I think it failed. I think it fails. So. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we, we, because there was no flesh in this, it's, you know, we've had to branch out a little bit, but but don't worry. There's, there's plenty to talk about. <laughs> so, firstly, along with the offensive image of Satan as a an ordinary black man <laughs> who they just pulled off a lot <laughs> and have called him the devil. Along with that, Rex uses the phrase mumbo-jumbo. Okay, now, this. so I've gotten this uh, from the interwebs, from ABC News in America. Mumbo-jumbo was first used in the 1700s in West Africa by travel writer Francis Moore in his book Travels in the Interior Districts of Africa, who described mumbo-jumbo as a masked dancer who was involved in certain religious ceremonies. Though the origin of this word is uncertain, experts believe the word derives from the word Mama Jombu from the Mandinka people of West Africa. Okay, now here's a bit of. You ready for your talking to? Language can have a positive or negative influence on who we are and how we see other people. When the origin of expression doesn't seem so tightly connected to its use anymore and the expression has taken on new meaning, Using this expression might seem innocuous, according to Christian Sirrett, an associate professor in linguistics at Rutgers University, quote, but if there's something about the expression that is reminiscent of a practice or a culture that marginalised or oppressed people, then we're presented with an opportunity to revisit the expression and its utility in our language, close quote. Is Is it doing more harm than good? That's the question we're faced with now. So there you go, mumbo jumbo.
1: Isn't mumbo-jumbo that phrase famously used in Star Wars, The Force Awakens? I'm pretty sure Harrison Ford says mumbo-jumbo.
0: Yeah, probably. Um, it's an innocuous word. This person is a professional uh, offended person. Um, mm-hmm. Whatever it meant doesn't matter anymore. Uh, we know what it means now. Because uh, if you told a kid what it meant now, uh, they, they would just, you, you'd just go, it just means something we don't understand. You know. Mm. It's different than the word Chinese whispers. Although you could probably say that now because, you know, they're the bad guys again. So like you could probably get away with that. But uh in that case you're using the word Chinese pejoratively. You know. It's not the whispers part you're underlining. Like it this would be different if it was called like like, you know I don't yeah. know, African mumbo jumbo. <laughs> and you yeah. go Oh, okay. Mm. It's that sounds a bit offensive. But anyway, <laughs> Moving on, now you know what not to say. Don't say it. The mo- But the most offensive part of this film is its celebration of maleness. Uh, we have two token women only. One dutiful wife and one bit of crumpet. And there are no crones, no spinsters, cat ladies or disgusting fatzos or anything, okay? It's just men in suits causing problems. Which is probably why we're at war with Russia, you know? So, that's the most offensive thing about it. Men doing what they do. And on Tanith, uh, one of our token females, who probably should be leading this film, as as we know, we already discussed that, uh, you know, she could be a famous artist or something, or a stock trader or a CEO of an oil company or something. I, I don't know. It was 1929, but it's possible. Uh, oh, don't you care about uh, progress, Ricky? Is that why you don't want her to be big? But any, anyway, we can cover that later. However, it was... <laughs> Again, refreshing to be shown an image of reality in the way that she was, uh, she's was, she been duped by the patriarchy, you know, to go along with their piggery. Uh, Makata uh, has poor Tanith doing his bidding in the same disgusting way we see over and over again. Women throw away their agency and debase themselves, becoming pick-me girls. For reasons I will never understand. It's simply its simply not possible that some women like to get their titties out and enjoy the power that comes from controlling men with their supple, jiggling pleasure mounds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know where I was going with that, but I think you get it. Uh, anyway, the hero of this movie is actually the Satanists, a group of vibrant, multiracial uh, professionals who are being persecuted by white patriarchal cishet males. All the Satanists want is the right to exist and to practice Satanism without discrimination. For too long, Satanists have been oppressed for their beliefs. We will never be f- be the free society uh, we should be until Satanists are allowed to conduct black magic and sacrifice your children and worship naked goat men in peace. Okay? Satan li- Satanist lives matter. That is the most important thing. Okay? So... <laughs> lots to consider there did 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 you guys pick up anything that I, I missed out or
1: we haven't talked enough about the black people in this film yeah because right. there's that that there's that black guy that kind of comes through the smoke with the weird mm. eyes yes. looks like a tim and eric character to yes. me but then then it'll, a bunch of the rituals and, and even the first like meeting at the house it's just like random black dudes sort of in the background just walking past and mm. you know it's well, kind of implied that 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 they're the ones sort no, but of it's behind weird. all the black magic.
0: No, but it's weird mm. though because the 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 Satanists themselves are made up of a, of a rather progressive bunch. There's there's a South Asian woman, mm. a guy in full African garb, and they all look like well-to-do elites from their countries. So I think their idea mm. is that it's a global it's a global fad it's not you know so we've they've they've, done, they've actually done really good work there saying it's a global fad because there's plenty of you know cis set in there as yeah, well yeah but are, so. are they
1: saying oh. that or are they saying that they're you know traditionally their countries are uh, aren't christian so therefore they're godless heathens <laughs> you know <laughs> maybe they're, if if they're say buddhist or if they're hindu or uh, you know whatever religion you would be if you were from I don't know, the Congo or something.
0: Well, maybe they're... Look, they're, they're being duped by, you know... I think the fact that the that, that, the the that the bad guys are headed by white people is pretty mm. straight up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if it was... If the lead guy was full black man, then... Yeah, just... because
2: in 1968, it was possible. <laughs> but it could <laughs> have
0: been, though. <laughs> Whereas... Because... But the, but the weird thing is, they do good work. What I think is relatively good work there. But then they ruin it by... Yeah, just having the first image we see of Satan do this black guy. <laughs> like, and he's just staring at them, guy. which is probably yeah. the scariest thing to some, some person in Britain back then, the idea <laughs> that some black guy across <laughs> yeah. the street staring at you, A <laughs> West Indian yeah. guy, and it's like, oh, God. Did you yes. see that? Yes, he was staring at me. He just wouldn't stop staring yeah. at me. And it's like, yeah, but you were staring at him for 10 minutes. So <laughs> that's weird. And How did they, they get rid
1: of that guy? Did they throw a crucifix crucif- at him that's, as well? That's the only yeah. way you yeah. get
0: rid of him. Right. You throw crucifixes at. He uh, began
2: to dance a little bit to sway. It's Sometimes weird. They threw it at him. It was weird. And
0: then, <laughs> then some of the black guys at the satanist baptism, you know, there was a little bit of, you know, um, the black hordes taking our women, sort of, you know, they, they, they were like, you know, grabbing the women and stuff, and there was a little bit of that where I was like, okay, all right, that's there's no need for that. Guys, you know, like, did you pick up this?
1: I did, yeah. Because I think it's a black guy that pours the blood over Tanith. he
0: does. Mm. He does. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I was just like, hmm, okay, all right. (laughs) I was like, Terence Fisher, you're suspect,
1: all right? (laughs) Yeah. So how are we rating it? it? Is it high? Is it low? I think it's... I don't know. I feel like... I think it's middle of the road. Yeah. I mean... I Uh, feel like that stuff uh, is quite
0: high. (laughs) The race stuff makes it quite high. Yeah. Um, You know, so you've got to sort of put it in the, it's getting close to, you know, know, the Fred Astaire movie with blackface in it. Uh, Swing time. Mm. And you just go, oh, great movie. Bad blackface. Mm. So there is a little bit of that. But apart from that, Mm. I think you've got to work pretty hard. Mm. 100%.
2: But I feel no like, titties.
0: yeah, no titties yeah. and yeah, the women were sidelined, but again, it's got this kitschy charm about it that I feel like the Guardian people, yeah, there'd be that crew at the Guardian who'd, who might be able to get by without having to pick up their pop plan and go home. <laughs> yeah. You know, they'd be like, <laughs> yeah. oh, the devil right oh, great film, great film. You should watch it. You should watch it, Alison, and Al- and Alison's there, and she looks up. Half shaved head, blue hair, like, you know, fucking twitching. Oh, she used to be you. John or something, and then, yeah, twitching. And you go, oh, maybe don't watch it. <laughs> don't just watch something else. And she's like, no, no, I'll
1: watch it. What is it called? <laughs> and you go, oh god, oh god. <laughs> well, I'm I'm giving it five. Okay.
0: Yep. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go with that. Five, five out of
3: ten. Four,
0: two. And onto the boobometer. So quantity, none. <laughs> Quality, unknown. Desperately <laughs> want to know. <laughs> And all I can say, AJ, this is how we sign off. For, uh, you know, these, this kind of, uh, I don't know, this kind of event. All right. You get
2: nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Okay. <laughs> that's all I. Could, that's all I could
3: think of. All right. Uh, that's how it made me good
0: feel. in
2: that scene. <laughs> it's hey, it's scary. Scary, right? it is scary.
0: It's scary. It's scary. Scarier yeah. than this movie. In a way, yeah,
2: lots, you
0: know, because <laughs> <Lots. laughs> you, know? you loved him and then he, he just, yeah, he yelled at you, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, now we got one more. Uh, what do you reckon? What do you want to do? We could do oh. Frankenstein Created Woman, or there was that one that guy in the video I sent you during the week who gave a review of all the movies and he was kept mentioning how sexy this movie was, which is called. Yeah. Was it the Vampire Lovers or something? Or was that what it was? Or? Yeah,
2: we're gonna do the sexy one. Yeah, we do. Yeah, all right. Okay. Need to bring the sex
0: back. Okay. Yeah. Well, I will have to get back to you. I think it might be the Vampire Lovers, but just hold okay. up on that. I'll make I'll make sure because he said the word sexy a bunch of times.
1: Okay. So, so we, so we can Dick hold in him to account then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it's He's not just some sexy. We can, well. We're coming for you. Some
0: YouTuber <laughs> that I sent you <laughs> through the way. <week. laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's the spectacular for tonight. And um, yeah, we said what we said.
2: Yeah, this week. Whatever. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, long live the new flesh. Long live the new flesh.
2: <laughs> Is that the new thing? I like it.